Corn Shrell 5 Scotland, you're listening to Films and Swearing, a movie podcast with your hosts Stuart Zilland and Magic Mike Christie. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 199 of the Films and Swearing movie podcast. We're getting there. Mm. We've almost reached giant fucking number of podcasts and we've reached the the season finale of oh. September's with Shannon yeah Channel 5 after school special well no <laughs> after really? watershed special mm. yes uh, so we've just decided Michael Shannon films are not easy to come by because he's not I mean we could have watched Justice League since he was a no I was going to say Justice Batman versus Superman because he's a body in it but <laughs> funnily enough that was actually done on episode 100 of the podcast oh was it aye that was episode 100 it was me Andy and Smithy done uh, was Batman it the, versus Superman was it the extended one or was it the standard I can't must have been the standard because I think it was a time where it, it was out of the cinema. Ah, uh, right. Aye. We could have done Man of Steel. He was a villain in that. Uh, but uh, we decided to, to purposely chosen the night before a film that we did leave for our possible Christmas season. But usually when we do these things, like pull the films out of a hat. Yeah, the films you really... That we might not get it. Exactly. So we thought, fuck it. Let's yeah. just do a Christmas movie in September because... Facebook is already covered in, like, Christmas memes. I know. It pretty much is Christmas now. I finished typing up my Christmas menus this week at work. Oh, I thought you were going to say list there. My Christmas list. My <laughs> yeah, it's my, my, my prep list, my list of ingredients. <laughs> Dear Santa, I would like the following steelbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. And one of them is Michael Shannon, Fox Charles Xavier. Oh, hey, no... Um, if that startled you and you don't know what the fuck happened, then go listen to episode 198. And I, yeah. So, the night before, from 2015, the Christmas stoner comedy, yeah. kind of, uh, starring Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Anthony Mackie. The film was directed by Jonathan Levine. Yeah. Not a... Yeah, name doesn't really ring a bell. Yeah. You've got directing credits for uh, 50-50. Oh, that's the other... The other... That's on, it's on Net... No, it's not Netflix. Might be on Now TV. I, I was so just about to describe it as a cancer Gordon. comedy. Ah, yeah. Oh, ah. God. Yeah, another very... That's... Could you, could you kind of class that in, as that funny people with Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen? Yeah, ah, you can almost... Is, is, is it cancer, I guess, or is it just he's dying? Oh, shit. I reckon. And then... My he, hate for trailers begun then, because they fucking ruin it aye, they by do telling the you in the trailer that he, that he lives. Yes, aye, because you get to see him try and repair his his relationship with the with Leslie Mann and and Urbana. Yes, aye. Um, so aye, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen were in Fifty Fifty. Yeah, uh, he did Warm Bodies, which was at Nicholas Holt. Never was seen it. I remember I've seen it once and thought it was alright. I think it was on Netflix. Yep. 
and he's currently in pre-production on coming to America. Oh my god. Coming the number two and America. The and sequel have fucking Soglo. The sequel to yes, coming to America. Is is Eddie need money again? Has he finished filming triplets? Oh yeah, I forgot he was going to be doing that. Nah, he just pulling up all his old properties. No, I hope when it's just Travis, I hope that we get Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. a grey weathered Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, and fucking Frank. Yes, I we, hope we get Frank. I, <laughs> uh, it's got to be one of these things where, like, Christ, what? I, it's, I still can't imagine it, but I feel it's going to happen eventually. It's going to be like, and you just are you going to hope, hear? Hope to God it's a good you, film. Are you going to hear Arnold dropping the N word? You could hear fucking dying DeVito drop it instantly. <laughs> yes. It's a bit oh my a bit god! Racist. Okay, what's going to be? It's going to be um, the mum uh, the Murphy is going to be she dynasty. <laughs> 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 oh shit no uh, so Ari can coming to America that's aye it might not happen but it's on his credits of what he's, he's no, no. they're planning um, I wonder if they're still going to hit my because that was a big that's thing that's a staple that's definitely aye is it that there's going to be another current franchise that's been uh, doctored in a certain way that thing what could you have aye because it's not going to be like Instead of having Subway, you can have Metro. Aye, exactly. Or like Subway. Aye, yeah. Aye. Like just something chuck it like that. But that worked perfectly in the 80s. But yeah. now... But as long as you get so glow, as long as you get... Yes. Hang on, you probably can't get the the barbers. Because they're like old as fucking Aye, bum. they could cut back and it's just four skeletons in a barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? What else? Obviously, James Earl Jones is like dying can, as well. Exactly. I mean, it's. I know. It's and weird. I'm assuming Matt Dowley sells and he's. Oh, yeah, Deacon. He's, he's old still as kicking the fuck as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah. So, the cast of The Night Before con- consists of Joseph Gordon Levitt as Ethan. Seth Rogen as Isaac, Anthony Mackie as Chris, Gillian Bell as Betsy, Lizzie Kaplan as Diana, Helena York as Cindy, Michael Shannon as Mr. Green, Mindy Keeling as Sarah, and Tracy Morgan as narrator slash Santa. Yeah, I recognise the voice right at the start. Yeah. I always forget it's Tracy Morgan. Aye, and... I can't remember if this was the first thing he did ah, since after his that limo crash. Yeah. And all they just assumed he well he died or he was that messed up from it. He might not be the same. Yeah. And I think he played that joke a few times where he'd started a speech and it's like he was slow and stuttering and all they thought, oh, this is what he's like now. And then he's <laughs> like, ah, I'm just kidding and started slapping his fucking belly. Yeah. So to hear his voice is like, oh fucking Tracy Morgan, this yeah. film's already brilliant. So Mike, was this a first time watch for you? Ah nah, no, no. Nah. I think I've maybe seen this 
Maybe. Did actually? Did you catch this in cinemas? Nah. Nah. I thought nah. this might have been something that you'd seen. I think I maybe friends maybe maybe seen this maybe four four times maybe. Okay. Three or four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it a good few times myself. Now probably the same as yourself. Um, I just say, what do you think of the film? But I'd imagine. Yeah, it's become one of the films that I'll put on at Christmas yeah. at least once every year now. Totally. Because it's well, it's, it's just funny. Yeah. Aye, aye, it's it's fair to admit that Seth Rogen comedies are 50-50 nowadays. Yeah. Where they're like, you've got This Is The End, and then you have... The Interview. Yes. And then you've got uh, Bad Neighbours, then you've got Bad Neighbours 2. So they're going to be Bad Neighbours 2, Kelsey Grammer. Yes. I, like, just him crying, saying, <laughs> I just missed, I just, I just wanted to see you. But I, like, there you go with another one. Sausage Party. Fucking horrendous film. Exactly. So, like, it's so hit and miss. Whereas now, like, the night before is now, like, a fucking bonafide Christmas movie in our yeah. books. And it's one of those ones where he's done it. Like, he's kind of slowly going through the genres of doing, like, now there's, like, a Christmas stoner movie. Like, move aside Harold and Kumar's 3D Christmas. I love that film. <laughs> I love it. I can, I can just see Danny Trejo freaking out over a burnt Christmas tree or seeing his mama being stabbed by uh, Koreans. I'm definitely putting that in the hat for your Christmas <laughs> podcast. Oh, shit. Um, aye, so the, it's, it's just a great... There is, I think, through watching it now, that I do see some issues with the night before, but... I'm I'm still fair in saying it is a fucking brilliant alternative Christmas film. Yeah. And it's good to have these because you do have your cookie cutter Christmas movies. Then you get the ones that are just like different and dark. Scrooge is like top tier. Like uh, Scrooge I, I, is got a lot of time for Scrooge. The best of the best. I'm not saying this is as good as Scrooge, but it, it's the darker tone of Christmas. Like yeah, it's an alternative like, Christmas. Yeah, it's like, like like, I mean, obviously, folk kind of forget to include like Gremlins in Christmas films. Yes. Or like that, like that Krampus that's come out. I think it comes out roughly about the same time as this. Yes, I, I, that's like uh, that'll probably be right. That thing, what else? Because that's it. We're we're getting that now. We're getting darker Christmas films. Because remember, early in the year there was like that. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the children, uh, capturing robbers in the house, and oh, it's really dark. Fucking. Better watch out. Yes, that's it. It's like uh, a mere violent Home Alone. Home Alone. Aye. I remember somebody using I'm sure I've actually got that in the house. I've just never got around to watching it. Aye, because that's it. They didn't even bother saving it till Christmas. They just like released it during the summer. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. But it could be a, an entertaining watch. But then watch. I'm sure with Die Hard and all summer blockbuster. Yes. Aye, which kind of sets up the, the age-old argument yeah. of that but we'll not go into that so I, I mean where where do we start with I mean, this as a folk are maybe going to like wonder why we're including this in our Shannon in September yes, podcast because when no, you look at the front of it yeah it's no uh, a Shannon vehicle no nope. like it's like I'm kind of surprised at the role but I'm kind of like fucking 
like amazed at the role as well. Yes, aye. It's one of these things where it's like, this is a really good film. And then when the drug dealer turns out to be Michael Shannon, like, the the, the whole fact that I was like, fucking Michael Shannon's a brilliant actor, the fact that he's decided to be a drug dealer in a stoner comedy, is like, that's fucking brilliant. Like, it's not what I'd expect for him, it's not what I'd expect for Seth Rogen and, and the fuck that, his, his wheelhouse, like, yeah. you would expect it to be Danny McBride or something. And easily right off that, you just got one of his panels yeah. to show up. But the fact that it's Michael Shannon and the character he plays, it's like, that's fuck, a brilliant yeah. touch. And I think that was it when I first texted you, like when I'd first seen it. Um, that had to be like one of the comments like, what about fucking Michael Shannon is the drug dealer? How fucking brilliant was that? You, you, you wouldn't say perfect casting because you would not expect him to be cast as that and you would not expect him to be perfect as Mr. Green. Yeah. And he does. He just looks like an old Willard Jason Mewes. <laughs> it looks like he's cutting a bit in the same clays. Uh, but it's just he's got a bit of a big duffel coat and his head like going a bit in a wee tammy on, yeah. rolling up joints. And he's he's I'm not being biblical, but he's being portrayed. Ah, uh, like we're talking about all oh, like the Christmas the spirit, um, the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Aye, and. I just love how it does have this uh, a Christmas story element to it, where it's like yeah. the past, present, and the future. But um, well, before we get any further in with Michael Shannon, our three characters, yeah, Ethan, Isaac, and Chris. My only problem with this film is I've, I've, I'm losing sympathy for Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Uh, he he comes across as a bit of a wet blanket in this film. Ah, uh, he's a bit of a fucking a humdrummer. I uh, I really do enjoy the rest, of the other characters more. Like Seth Rogen's character Isaac gets the best parts of this film. Yeah, like the best, but like everything, all his scenes are all fucking really really good. Where if he's bleeding in the last, he's drink. Or or the scene where he's in church, yeah. or the when he's at the dining table at Chris's house. There's yeah. so many things. He gets all the best parts of this film. So it's like he gets the funny storyline. Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets the the sad yeah. parents have died at Christmas. Nothing's going his way. He just really loves Christmas. Gets battered by a couple of Santas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he he is a, like our wet blanket. Then Chris uh, Anthony Mackie is like this. Uh, overnight success. Uh, yeah, is like a basketball player or something? I thought like American football player maybe, uh, but like so there's that he gets like a a storyline with a, a female Grinch. Yeah, last that hates Christmas. So like he gets quite a comedy one, whereas uh, Ethan is just he really wants to respect this tradition of Christmas. Everything's going wrong. Powers are leaving him. Gets battered by a couple of Santas. Really likes this lassie, but it's just not working out. Yeah. Um. So when rewatching it, I think they were the parts of the film I was nodding off to. I was just like, I, I remember all the funny parts, but just his parts are just like I. I was tuning out now. Yeah. Even the bits with Miley Cyrus, like oh, when they were in the ball. I like even that felt over long to me now. Ah. Uh. So I think can. If I'm just getting, 
I'm just getting tired of it. I've only seen this film four times, but mm. it is something that you probably should just reserve for Christmas. Yeah. And you'll enjoy the best bits and the bits where it's focused on either the love story or yeah. or anything else. You're just like, ah, that's the time to go shop the kettle on. Yeah. I mean, that's, cause that's what I've got in my notes. Obviously, you get the, the story there. Goodness, like the last Christmas together, yes. and decide to go out and get smashed and all that. And um, Ethan's somehow acquired the tickets to this. Oh, like, the Nutcracker fabled, Ball. Yeah, the fabled Nutcracker Ball, which she stole. Yes, clearly. And I, 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 think that's, I think that's the first issue of the film for me. The fact that he stole them. Cannot sympathise with this character. Yeah. I liked uh, the wee, sort of like a cameo appearance by was it Randall, uh, Randall Park, Park aye, aye. at the start of the film. Yeah, he was quite good. Uh, that's the major thing. Like these are like the familiar faces you see in films that normally star Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yeah, and then obviously <clears throat> when they're out and about, and uh, then they kind of get caught up in their own wee separate stories and all that. Like you get Chris has got his mad social media following. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Isaac's fucking busy with his like wife and Aye, this is his last night to really cut loose, so she gives him the little box of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I love how impressed he was, it's like there's a drug it's like, is, is this cocaine? There's just like a little thimble tub. And it's like, What? It's like everything. Go wild, this is it. You're like baby nearly here, just go fucking mental. Yeah. And I just love like how cause he just starts like taking like mushrooms. And it's known till they're in like the karaoke bar, and it's like <gasps> the shrimps have kicked in. Like he's, yeah. he's they're sitting with like Run DMC or uh, something, yeah. and he's just starting to freak out, and all the Christmas lights are starting to blur for him. Yeah, and like that's where he starts going on. Like I this. think I think maybe that's like my other small issue of the film is the fact that like she like happily gives him this like we like fucking box. box of drugs. Aye, and I mean. What if he died? <laughs> I know, you know what I mean? But like, like what yes. if he died? Aye. And she's left to fucking bring this bear up on the arena. Yes, that's that like, a... your fault. Aye, you should not have given him... Because that's a... His body was not ready for the drugs. Yeah. The like... fact that she bought it off a of Craigslist as well. Yeah. Aye, aye, I fucking forgot that part. Um, the film also has like a few side characters. Like, you've got that limo driver. Yeah. Uh, who I think is, I don't know his name, but it's a dude cried Nathan, and he's got like a Comedy Central show cried Nathan for you. All right. He 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 was a wee bit. It's sort of like the the thing you get with most like limo drivers in films. They always like to play the joke of they'll just put the met, the window up on them when they start trying to talk and converse and relate to the guys. They just press like the mirror, and just slides up the black glass just to cut them off. Ah. Uh, yeah. Um. But it's the scenes later on where. They're chasing um, the lass that stole the drugs. Yeah. He's like, let's kill this bitch. And he gets all fucking angry. And he's like, okay, let's just tone that down. But I really do like Isaac's part, like, where he does, he, he's freaking out with the mushrooms and decides to even yeah. himself out by doing cocaine in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And I think, go back a bit, I think one of the funniest. Best in the film is where he's at the party at the start and he talks to the two wee girls. Oh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and they're looking at him. <laughs> and they're asking him, like, like about, like, I'm being Jewish and all that. And it's like, kind of like, like, you look funny. Aye. And, and then like, he brings out the Shining reference. Aye, like, you look at you two. Have you ever seen The Shining? And then cut the shot and it's just, like, the two of them. 
perfectly dressed. <laughs> Aye. I was a good wee bit. <sighs> and like even like the the mother's like does he quite like him, but you can tell like his wife Betsy doesn't like the meal because she pinches their cheeks. Yeah. And, like, ow, that hurts. <sighs> and I was like, Oh, I just you're just so cute. You little cunt. Yeah. But it's when He's in the bathroom. Aye, and he does all the cool, and it's like he's picking up all the fucking dust. Like it's not aye. a hygienic bathroom whatsoever. Yeah. But he's sitting snorting all his keys, and he comes back out, and he buys that Mindy uh, Sarah a drink. Yeah, and it's just the thought of him bleeding into like a cocktail, and yeah. she's drinking. Oh, it tastes like pennies. <sighs> I was like, oh, <laughs> is no. that that was just that was a bit where he was where they had the breakdown. He was on the phone, eh? Oh, that, and he phoned yes, he phoned yes. his wife and left the message. Aye, and it, it was great when you get to watching them on, like, where they switch it to the video on the phone. And it's like, <sighs> like we're going to put it in your basket, throw it down a river. Like, fuck you, baby. We're going to put you in a bag. Like, no. Cunt. <laughs> it's just so fucking <laughs> random, but it's it's just a total breakdown. Where, obviously... Because he's also freaking out. Exactly. The mushrooms, the cocaine, and he's just... Sweating, he's just freaking the fuck out. But I, it's it's just the realization where, like, his nose is fucking bleeding. She's drinking and she cottons on. Like, did you bleed in my drink? And she's just like, she's dry heaving. He's he's like, no, no. And he's like sitting trying to fucking calm down. And they get like the fucking what's it's a phone swap situation. Yeah. They get the wrong phones and the fucking payoff scene of that. Uh, it's so fucking funny it's like watching it for the first time is brilliant where he gets a text and it's just like something general or does it start with a dick pic ah uh, starts with a dick pic uh, and he's like what and he, he's like that in a positive mood for whatever drugs he's been taking uh, and it's like, it's like do you like it it's like it's, it's a nice looking cock uh, and, and then it sends him another one it's like that's a grower and a shore <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm impressed. I know, and then, do you want to suck? He's like, No, I don't want to suck. And he says, But like, if if I if that was my thing, that would be a cock. I would suck. And he was like, Well, you're sucking it tonight. He's like, I guess I am. He's like, I'm doing a lot. And he's really like, He's like, I, I guess I'm I'm in this situation now. What? Why not? And, yeah. and there's a great shot where what's it? Chris's mum is offering him like a glass of oh, right. and she's all fucking squid hands. I. Completely unnecessary, but it's just a brilliant just shot on just her hands, and he's like, <gasps> <gasps> he's fucking freaking out. Ah, it's fucking like that scene where he's in the bathroom, the scene where he's like at the dinner table, and the aye. scene where he's at the church. Oh, like, that actually physically breaks me. It's just it's a bit where he just turns and like it's not the baby, but it's a bit where he turns and looks at the cross. <laughs> He does like the little fucking the, the 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 cross, but it looks like a wee T Rex arms. It's like, oh, like did, did they think we done that? <laughs> and it's it's just like how how like how do you think they know I'm Jewish? It's like look at your jumper, and he's trying to cover it, and go fuck, and he's trying to cover his chest. It just it's just the line is like, how do they know I'm Jewish? And like. It's just it's the wee squeal. It's almost as if he'd pierced the toast uh, to throw it back a few episodes. Like that moment, that realization, and just a wee panic, go, ah! trying to cover his chest. That's also the bit when they when he looks at the wee kid and the kid's like, "Fuck yeah!" Ah, like, and he's like, like, he's messing with me. Look at it. 
I, like, fuck, fuck you, kid. Fuck you. And it's like, don't swear at a child. And then she's trying to calm him down. And he just panics and runs it and throws up. Uh, uh, like that bit was just brilliant. He just gets to go, and he's like, I didn't do this. And he just <laughs> screaming because he thinks he's about to get lynched by all these people. Uh, he even gets like that moment where he's out his pus. And he's talking to the, 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 the nativity man. set. Yeah. Uh, he's like, Hi Isaac, how are you? Is that I'm good? He's like, Yeah, really. He's like, Here, and he's taking the stick, and he's, like, he's having a proper, like, that. I think, oh, I admit that was a bit where I kind of was nodding off and I woke up because I think what was going on, and I was like, Oh, the church bit, bro. And I kind of perked up because I knew, like, the wee pterodactyl arms and the swearing <laughs> baby, and it's like, How do they know I'm Jewish? Like, all these wee bits are so fucking funny to watch. But in amongst all that, I mean, Chris's story arc where he thinks he just like sleeps with a fan uh, and I, I take in if because the actress is called Ayanna Glazer I take in if I like her character or not mm. well just because she's she's portraying uh, the creditor is like oh, fuck I can't even remember the name but the second name's Grinch uh, so it'll be like Sarah Grinch or something yeah and she mentions like how she hates Christmas, and she's paying homage to the Bye. Christmas villains yeah. or something. She puts it so she has the Grinch, sticky bandits because yeah. you see her fucking sitting grabbing fistfuls of change at the, the nation bins with sticky <laughs> hands, and then of course what she cries her man uh, Hans Gruber as she does the fucking drop off the building. Yeah, <clears throat> I yeah, saw so just saw us. The bit where she's a uh, fucking Chris in the toilet. Yeah. And just as this, just as she's finished, she's like, yeah, don't like take a toilet. Like, I'd take a shit. Or like yeah. take a dump and you see the white of his eyes going, <gasps> like that's nasty. Like, you just see the fucking look on his face is priceless. Uh, Aye. But then it turns out that she's like just, there's not really much else because she portrays herself as a fan. Aye, to get close. But also, his like, story arc as well, like he thinks that he's like a, like a really good athlete and that when like you see him Bumping. after after his phone call and he hits his needle and starts injecting his cell and that eh? exactly and the fucker like well like you're 34 people are retiring at your age and all of a sudden you're getting good aye how's that happening so and ob- it's kind of <laughs> obvious but nobody wants to say yeah and, but he's also got this thing where he's also want to get accepted by the other players so they want aye. to score some weed so this is how he gets in that fucking tango chase yeah and the meat Fucking Mr. Green who yeah. shows up. And I love how he says, well, we're supposed to meet him here. And the phone goes. Yes. And it's like, a phone box? It's like, how the fuck do these still exist? Mm. And it was, I'm pretty sure if you looked at the shop before, it probably was not there. But mm. And then it rings and they pick up and then he's across the road. So he, he the, does uh, come across as, there is like this mystic holy quality to him where he just magically appears. And how he he talks like biblical and says, "I think of you all as my children." Yeah. And he talks about, "Oh, well, I'm having a party later. You should stop by." And it's like, mm, "Nah." Scott's like, "Nah, it's not in my car or anything, man." Yeah. And then it's like, like tell Isaac I'll see him later. Aye, exactly. And that's it's the bit where um, he calls on Isaac, and Isaac's fucking tripping, his yeah. ball when he goes in the car and he tells him he's like the polis and all that and he's freaking out. Ah, he's like, I'm five old man. He's like, what? No! <laughs> like, Seth, Seth Rogen, I think he's, he's marmite for some people but honestly, I, 
Like his outbursts and his like the way he reacts. His panic, stuff. his reactions are fucking brilliant in this film, and his uh, flash forward because he gets. Yeah. These are more. Or less oh my god! Yeah. Pop your pussy! Pop your <laughs> pussy! It's like the things to say where it's him and Mister Green at the start of the strip club. It's like I don't know. I'll get a drink. Maybe I'll get a lap dance. You go sit beside your wife. And it's his daughter on the pole. Yeah. As, as Chris Rock puts what it. What was it in Neymar? Oh, fuck. It's got a fancy name, eh? Yeah. And I just mind, like, the mom shouting, like, pop your peas, pop your peas. And he's like, pop your peas. And he's like, pussy, pop your peas. And he's like, no, no. It's like, she's sitting applauding. And she's going in and just start fucking making it rain on her. Ah, like, oh, no. I wish I'd have got drip, drop, drip, drop. Said throwing <laughs> notes at his daughter. And it's like, it's like, well, you fucked up as a parent, and it just like it was a the the, the key for him to sort his shit out and all that. That outside of those story arcs, it is. It's all Ethan Joseph Gordon-Levitt's one is just about him rekindling his romance with Lizzie Kaplan's character. Yeah, isn't it? Where Diane. Whereas I mean, I guess that's fine. The, 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 it's, it's strange nowhere. It's just like that part's all. Not really of interest, or it's not really as entertaining as it was like watching it the first time. Yeah, and when they all end up in the same Nutcracker ball, and Miley Cyrus is there, I think that's like a novelty that wears off after the first watch, where you're surprised to see Miley Cyrus is in the film playing herself. Yeah. Well, in was this 2014? Did we see? Yeah, 2015. 15. You're right. So like, it's a surprise then, but. Honestly, the the surprise cameo, the fact that James sent the yeah. pics turns out to be James Franco. Yeah. Was like when the realization of that is like, of of course it's fucking James Franco. Of like that is perfect, and I love how when he's dancing with Isaac and Sarah, but they have a thing going on like they've got a proper bromance brewing, and Sarah turns around and is like. Isaac, you're properly cock-blocking me. You need to fucking stop. And there's a moment where, like, uh, James and Sarah's hugging. And it's like, like do, you, do you really like me? Because it sounds like you're gay. Like, uh. you're, you're definitely gay. It sounds like you really like men. And it just seems to be so, like, fucking swinging both ways. But I love just the chemistry him and fucking uh, Isaac had. Whether yeah. it's just the same that they're saying fucking stupid shit, but they're both really it's like, oh yeah, yeah, just dancing around, falling like um, for each other. <clears throat> I like the bit when um, oh fucking what's his name? Isaac picks up like the ruined like sphere thing. Yes, and like knocks the trays over, and then he pins fucking accidentally crucifies. Um, is it the fucking, fucking football player? Yeah. That, that, Anthony Mackie's trying to impress. And, and what, just, was it, what was it the shout? Like, fucking... Ah, because they cry and we're like, white Jesus? Yeah. And they were, or the white messiah or something. Yeah. I, the messiah. And when they fucking pin him and he accidentally hits him, because it's like a broken uh, wine glass, like the ah. handle, so he gets that and stabs him to this thing. He's like, I, he's like, I didn't crucify Jesus. It's not me. And it was because he's wearing his Jewish sweater. Uh-huh. The way Star of David, and he just crucified the Messiah, uh-huh. and it's just the, the whole thing where just, he's still freaking. He said, "No, it's, it's and unintentional." I, I tell you one that kind of 
does slightly annoy me about Anthony Mackie's character was his social media game is on point. Aye. Whereas when he comes to rescue Isaac and all that, and he's like got his phone and all that, and he's Aye, like, it's like a gun. In the nineties, yeah. that would be a gun. Yeah. Because the way everyone's acting is like, we're fucking live. Don't you yeah. fucking do it? I'll be it's over like, TMZ. Aye, TMZ. And it's like it's like yeah, my fucking social media game's on point. Aye. And then he just bolts out of there. Yeah, and it, it worked. But I could see that it could grind. Yeah. It was, what was it, when they were doing their rap song at the start, where it was like, Merry Christmas, we're the ice crew, drink some damn Red Bull. Yeah. Because he's fucking sponsored. That's the fucking bit where he's going live and he's delivering the, like, the Christmas turkeys and stuff. And he's like, Aye. and then like, in the background, like, uh, Ice is like, I got another dick pic. <laughs> and he's quickly <laughs> panicking, trying to end the video. Two more Red Bull. Aye. Um, I did... Like the, I was to say the cameo appearance of Goldeneye, where they go back to Chris's house to play Goldeneye on the N64. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I actually show you any footage of it playing, but I mind they're having that conversation. And Margaret looked to me, he's like, What the fuck's Goldeneye? I was like, The James Bond game for the N64. The, the essential game for the N64. I was like, uh, I was like, She must have never played it. She's not uh, had that pleasure. Wait until the. The mini N64 aye. becomes a thing. But, aye. I mean, I, I don't think we ever played N64, because I don't think either of us had an N64. Nah, I did. Did you? Aye. Did you have GoldenEye? I had GoldenEye. Remember, we used to play WCW and W Revenge. We played, yes. like, aye, No Mercy. Because you had one as well, because you had No Mercy and all that. Yes, aye, I yeah. traded a, I think I traded a Game Boy in all the games for an N64. And... I don't think I had Goldeneye because I always remember going to a friend's house and I think I had Goldeneye and I had Perfect Dark as well and you'd play it on multiplayer and you would just swear to the person like, don't look at my side of the screen like you'd all be trying because it would it would flip three of us and it would just three split windows on one TV so you're like don't look stop looking where I'm going <laughs> just fucking trying to argue with each other but I couldn't believe Mark was like what's Goldeneye he's like oh, I know you're, you're deprived shame you poor woman. I like how they're like, like the film has like paying homage to like classic Christmas films like your um, like Home Alone and the Sticky Bandits. Yes, or, or how when the fucking chase commences and she throws the micro machines. Yeah. And the old and slip, slips and like, She Home Alone does! <laughs> yeah. And the fucking, the reference like Die Hard three times like, in yeah. the film as well, like with the Hans Gruber but off the top of the building. Aye. The symphony orchestra and the yep. fact that they play the Run DMC song that plays in the limo when Bruce Willis gets picked up at the start as oh, well. All right, aye, aye. And it's like it's just like a lot. But then again, like we talked about it as well, like the music in the film. Yeah. Like you get like the wee Home Alone music, like mm-hmm. especially when when they enter the Nutcracker Ball, and it's all the white lights. Yes. It's that wee. It's like. Aye, it's like aye. that music playing exactly. when they're on the wee train. Aye, like that's like for like Home Alone shit. Because mm-hmm. there's that and um, yeah. I, it's like the soundtrack from like a thousand Christmas movies. Yeah, but I like when kind of everything's gone down. You have obviously Chris and Ethan. Alfred just had like got the phone at the crucified the Messiah and they've been flung out for the club. No, no, Isaac and Hi. Chris and Ethan's ended up on the roof with Mr. Green. Yeah. 
he's proposed, it's all went tits up. She's not happy. She had to say yes because fucking Miley Cyrus and thousands of people were watching yeah. her. And he goes up and he doesn't get what he's wanting to do. And there you have like Mr. Green show up and he has the wee talk with him. And it's sort of like, it's like the whole realisation like you've got good friends around you, you just need to accept all this stuff and stop being a miserable wee bastard. Yeah. And he's wanting him to have like a wee smoke because it's, what was it? Christmas past and it's where uh, they, it shows you the origin story and then it's like, oh, yeah, because we'll when, go when he goes we'll to because uh, when he goes to Chris it's, it's what's it it's the, the gift of Christmas present or something aye it's like we're in the present <coughs> like, well, isn't and then everything in the present Isaac's is the future future aye where the pussy popping and yeah. then he gets the past where it's him packing up at his mum and dad's house packing up all their stuff and they show up and tell him to smoke a joint he's like we can't smoke a joint in here I was like, yeah, we can. I was like, your parents are dead. I was like, oh yeah, okay. And they'll have a wee, a wee smoke. And say, oh, we could go, we could go to this karaoke bar, and then we could go here and where they're more or less establishing their their tradition. But I love how they've all got like Seth Rogen's got like a fucking Rastafarian haircut, like yeah. just, like his Jufro is out of control. He's got all the beads in his fucking beard, and uh, I think once he's done that, is that not when like Mister Green fucking. No, I'm trying to think what point sprouts angel wings. Is that not the next day where they're all rushing to get to the hospital? Aye, because you get the phone call that um, thing his wife's in. Aye, they think she's in labour. Uh, and like, and he leaves the car for them. Yeah, aye. Aye. Because it was something like the songs like Christmas Coming to Town or something, and they all fucking bolt, get there. And I love that wee sequence in the taxi where it's like Seth Rogen's giving birth himself, but he still just doesn't come down for his drugs. <coughs> aye. And it's when he gets to the hospital and he's like, he gives the phone to Betsy and, and she's re-watching the video and she finds it fucking hilarious. Aye. And, uh, and well, she's looking, his wife looks as if she's got a fucking Snapchat filter dragon face. Yeah. And he's just like, there's, there's still effects on me. <laughs> Aye. Dead leg, dead leg. And then obviously you get the, like I'm assuming it's a Christmas that year. Yeah, one year later. Yeah. Where... They've all, what's it? What was, I, I had to have a look at what he had in, like, uh, something like, I thought it was like world's best dad mug, but it's like world's smallest cock. He got was, that, um, oh, was that? He got that at the start of the film. Oh, right, maybe I thought, I'm, I'm thinking a different He got bit. that from, like, Chris and uh, Ethan. Yeah, okay, I've, I must have got that mixed up. I thought that part and then, was then. But then he did open something and it was like a mug and it had a message on it, but you couldn't really, well, I was sitting kind of far away, I couldn't really read it. Aye, because I just love the joke, where it's like, oh, how did you know? Uh, um, so, like, this, everyone's all happy now. You've got Ethan and Diane sitting at the table, then you've got Chris and his mum because he's admitted to his drugs. The, the mum doesn't care. Oh, She's... we forgot about the fucking me park that they were going to be naming after Chris. Oh, and it's all full of crackheads. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, it's like yeah, like full of crackheads. And it's like, yeah, but they'll clean all that up. And then it's like, yeah, we're going to say goodbye to that fucking park. It's like, full of crackheads anyway. Ah, exactly. So they're all happy, like him and his mum's there. And then, of course, fucking Isaac and his wife and then the wee kids. And they finish it by... Singing Run DMC to settle the bairn, yeah. And I just seen that image like in the day and age where everything's getting rebooted, there's three men and a baby right there. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them three do that. So, and then obviously, you get the wee storybook 
thing and then you get ah, yeah. um, the back cuts to fucking Tracy Morgan Black Santa yeah sitting there said I really like that story and then he fucking reveals that Michael Shannon's his son yeah. like my seed and he's like oh thanks pop <laughs> like he's just so droll <laughs> but, but it's like that makes a, that means a lot to me pop it's bring a tear to my eye <laughs> and like who thought of Michael Shannon? I would love to have thought where they've decided Michael Shannon's a guy. Like, yeah. it's such a fucking out of left field decision uh, to have him in this. It's so fucking perfect. I think I might be all noted. Let's see. Yeah, pretty much. Rewatchability, it's obvious. Aye, it's yeah. a Christmas movie for now on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always going to be like, if that's streaming at Christmas, I'm easily watching it. Yeah. You're not wasting your time watching this film. No. Um, so I guess we can only really go on to trivia now, Mike. Uh, yeah, but tri- to be fair, trivia is very scarce. Ah, okay. Uh, like the trivia notes on IMDb was like this isn't the this first is time. This is a reference to Die Hard. This isn't the first time that like um, several was in a film with Joseph Do- Gordon Levitt, or this isn't a, f- a film where this isn't the first time that like several was in a film with like, Lizzie Kaplan or okay. stuff like that. So, ah, really um, stuff we could work out ourselves. Uh, uh, the only other thing I noticed was they were saying that like a lot of the comedy was improvised. You could kind of oh, you could imagine that. with those actors, I. And in the limo scene at the start, Isaac accidentally actually calls Ethan Joseph. Right. I, I never picked it up. I'd, nah. I'd need to go back and watch it and see if I pick it up. Aye, aye, because you think they would have noticed that themselves. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other one was that the film takes place in the years. 2001, 2008, 2015, 2016, and 2033 for, like, away in the future. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that was more set because it was just, like, like, Franco and Rogan done this film, or... Aye. Like, Franco, Rogan, and Randall Park were in this one and stuff. Yeah. And what, the only part that was just playing in my head just now was the the two bad Santas that batter Ethan. One of them is that, is it Jason Man Tucker's who is the dude in the house? Remember the Will Ferrell gambling film, him, Amy Poehler, and it's the guy who's got shaggy black hair. Oh. And where Joseph Gordon Levitt's getting his head kicked in, and he's like, You're scumbags! He's like, yeah. No! He's like, He's a PDA, like something like one of them. Yeah, a pediatrician. And, and I like, teach the third grade. He's like, I'm shaping America's youth! <laughs> is that him that's the fucking like the, the dope dealer and dirty grandpa way? Um, yes. Aye. He plays those types of roles. He's a, he's always in that show The League. Uh him and Seth Rogan are always in it playing ah, right. like I think his character called like Dirty Randy or something. Aye. But I I just love that line. He's like, I'm shaping America's youth. Like I'm a third grade teacher. Because he's like, You're just a pair of bombs. He's like, No, I'm and they're just fucking laying into him. Fucking Oh the, there's, there's that line where they're obviously all trying to calm down. They're all freaking out. They're in the back of the limo. And Chris says to him, you need to check your... And he pauses like, what? What do I need to check? Do I need to check, to check myself before I freaking wreck myself? And Seth Rogen starts fucking raging because they just use that line on him. It's like, I'm not going to wreck myself. And he's all freaking out. <sighs> oh, it's just those wee fucking lines I do really love his delivery where he's really offended the fact that they were going to tell him to check himself before he wrecks himself. <laughs> uh, budget box office, what do you reckon? Budget for this one? 
Oh man, it's just a. I say twenty five. Okay, man. Bang on the money. Twenty five. I was gonna say like, there's nothing too extravagant. Yeah. Like, but I and it's yeah. Yeah. It's not a superhero movie, uh, so it's nowhere a hundred. Would you rent the domestic takings for it? Well, you reckon I made his money back? Yeah, I've got to say, ah, uh, forty-three. Okay, is that domestic or yeah, worldwide? Domestic. Okay, aye, that's uh, fine. Foreign only took nine million. Yeah. I suppose I can't remember seeing it advertised for the cinema. Yeah, I, do, I think I remember it being out, but it's just one of those things where. You're never sure whether it's a good Seth Rogen movie or a bad Seth uh, Rogen movie. So it's always one of those things. You you take that um, opportunity when it, you could either rent it or stream it online. You, like, you choose to... You can waste your time, not waste your money. Yeah. So... Um, Amazon one-star reviews. There is 8 out of 62. That's uh, alright. So our reviews consist of... Let's see. First one's from John... Very embarrassing to watch. In reality, I'd give it two stars as there was one or two funny scenes. However, I've, I've opted for one to try and counteract all of the positive reviews. And if I could save even one person from mistakenly believing that this is worth watching, it will be worth it. <sighs> this person's on a mission. Next one by D. Cowie. Constant drug references ruin this film. Embarrassing this got made. Alright, All right, Mum. Uh, Debbie Hamilton says, Rubbish, I can't believe I paid to watch this. Too much reference and glorification of drugs. So is this like mums expecting Christmas movies and then <sighs> kids are all laughing at tell the, the they say to their mum, Pop your pussy and then it's like, Where the fuck did you learn exactly that? Exactly what it is. Yep. That's it. That is the conclusion of our Michael Shannon I know. September's with Shannon. We might bring it back next September. Yeah, yeah. No, we can always find four more films to talk about. The boys done a lot. So I suppose it's it's gonna be a bit of a hard call with the summer of Shannon. <laughs> oh aye, that'd be it's like over two months. Yeah. Aye, would, we'll be sitting watching episodes of Boardwalk Empire by that point. <laughs> Obviously the next episode of Films and Swearing is the giant extravaganza of full season in one episode. Films and Swearing two hundred. Kurt Russell season we can reveal that the fourth film we will be reviewing on that episode will be Tombstone from 1993 I will be teaming up with Mass Movie Side UK's Smithy to cover that one and we've got a couple more planned but we'll save that for the episode yep we're going to be body and Kurt aye we're going to be all Russell do and I'm I've sent a I've done a script for the, the narrator for our uh, episode. Yeah. Aye. It's about 300 words. Uh, Aye. But I think it'll be, play really well. Yeah. Honestly, if I could get that and just the right music to play in the background, I think it will be very nice. So, I think what kind of music? I'm I, I mean, just going to take it exactly for the film that. Alright. Uh, right. Now, what we're referencing, what we're spoofing. So I could either do that or try and find something that won't get us sued. But who's going to find out? Uh, so just something, I might just, off of YouTube, just to play in the background that wee country song, something just, something nice and generic to yeah. play over the dude speaking. And then I think we'll be golden. But, uh, so yes, look forward to our episode. Given what, if I was smart enough, 
recording episode 200, I should have then turned like a fucking month off to recover for all these double podcasts, like recording uh, all this, arranging it, editing it all. Good day while we holiday after it, but I know uh, we're going right into October. I know. So it is busy, busy, busy. Other than that, you can follow us on social media, FAS Podcast for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon. Shout outs to Paul Loudon for doing us some artwork, David Lopan for doing the music, Mags, Kenny, Carol and Stu for subscribing on Patreon, Magic Mike for helping me out with yeah. September's for Shannon, and oh. you, the listener, for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, fuck off and tune in next week.